Welcome to the Heal and Expand podcast. I'm your host, Yaro K. Buchans, clinically trained therapist, healing artist, and leadership mentor. In my world, healing is the gateway to expansion and your personal power is gold. Join me on a journey through the holy trinity of healing, psychological, spiritual, and somatic, using a combination of storytelling, psychoeducation, and ancient wisdom, we will excavate and explore what it means and how to heal and expand. Thank you for being here. Hello, Heal and Expand podcast listeners. How are you today? How is your heart? How is your breath? How deeply are you breathing into your body? One of the most invaluable things we can ever do for ourselves is to breathe all the way into our bodies, bring our hands to our body, take three long deep breaths at least five times a day. It brings you back into the present moment. We get so caught up in our lives and we are running through dysregulated nervous systems from our trauma responses, which have frozen our nervous systems and we have to thaw them out and rewire them out of scarcity and survival and contraction, which means overworking, overdoing, judging, running around in circles, always frantic and frenetic and anxiety ridden. Anxiety is not a normal state of being. Now, that is not to shaming if you, you if you have anxiety, but it should not be normalized. We have normalized having anxiety. It is not a normal state of being. It is not a normal state of being. Someone sent me a post yesterday and it was like from a trauma-informed coach and she was it was like a meme and she was like watching your husband sleep because you have so much anxiety and he also has anxiety. And I was like, it's not normal to have anxiety like that. And there is another way. There is another way. You do not have to live with that level of anxiety. So this is not what we are going to talk about today. But the thing is, is that we are so wound up. We are so disconnected. Our trauma responses are wired into our nervous systems and we have to actively shift our nervous systems out of scarcity, survival and contraction and into abundance, expansion and connection. And to do that, we have to get radically honest with ourselves and to heal so we feel safe to connect and we feel safe to expand. You are not meant to feel contracted. You are not meant to feel stressed. You are not meant to have anxiety. You are meant to feel lit up and juicy through your whole being. And the more I heal, the juicier I feel. Hmm, that rhymed. It was not meant to. I no longer feel like I'm actively healing. I feel like I have healed and I continue to shift. Wounds may come up and I might shift them and I might release, but it's a different feeling than when I was actively healing. I keep doing it. And when you feel safe to let go of the healing phase and move into the expansion phase, your life gets to feel juicier. And I keep using the word juicy because I believe we are meant to be juicy and I have created the Juicy Nectarine to help you embody desire, intimacy, and pleasure. And we start on Friday, August 8th. It's a five-module program to embody desire, intimacy, and pleasure. And we're going to dive into some of the topics that we will be covering in that program today. So we're going to talk about three ways that I had to shift 
heal, strengthen, and expand so I can create from a place of desire. Three ways. These will be some quick tips that you can start to look at in your own life. Now, as humans, we are attachment-based creatures and we have needs. And we often repress those needs. We deny that we have needs or we become like needy, suckling, grasping children. And sometimes we're a combination of the two. I was a fun combination of the two for a long time. I pretended I didn't have needs and then I would grasp on and suckle like a baby to try to get them met. And then I would deny that I was doing that. It was a fun little game I played with myself. And so the first area, the first way that I had to shift, heal, strengthen, and expand was I had to heal my attachment wounding. Now let's talk a bit about attachment wounding. We are attachment-based creatures, scientifically. For those of us who have a spiritual background, we have probably bypassed this unconsciously or maybe consciously because when we start to get into relationship, all of our messy shit comes forward and we don't want to look at it. John Wellwood, who coined the term spiritual bypassing in 1984, he was a Buddhist or is a Buddhist and psychotherapist, and he said he would witness in his Buddhist community people get into relationship and all their messiness would come forward because that's what happens in intimate relationships, and then they would denounce relationships and claim that they were being non-attached. And he said they were actually attaching to non-attachment because they were not actually allowing the stuff that needed to come forward to come forward so that they could heal it, so they could heal their attachment wounding. Now, when I was in grad school, I realized that in order to receive, you had, no, excuse me, I realized that in order to let go, you had to first securely attach. And that's basically what Wellwood was saying is also, you have to securely attach because when you securely attach to others and to back to yourself, you are able to move and ebb and flow through all emotions without holding on to any one of them. So we are meant to be able to experience pain, joy, ecstasy, bliss, heartbreak, all simultaneously without holding on to one state of being. We are actually not meant to be robotic and we're not meant to hold on to the pain and we're not meant to hold on to the bliss. We are literally meant to hold on to be able to ebb and flow and move through with fluidity all of the emotions, every single one of them. And that is true non-attachment. And so I had to heal my attachment wounding because we also, because we're attachment excuse me, based creatures, we will choose attachment over authenticity. And this is Dr. Gabor Mate's theory. Because we need our parents for survival, when we are babies and infants and toddlers and children, we will choose our attachment relationships over what feels authentic to us because our parents are our source of survival. And so we will sacrifice our own needs in order to please them because we need them to be alive. And then we continue to do this throughout our entire lives to the point that we have sacrificed ourselves so much that we don't actually even know who we are. So think about a time when you sacrifice your own authenticity for an attachment relationship. Maybe you went out with a friend when you actually didn't want to, but you were afraid to say no. Maybe you said yes to a date, but you didn't that you didn't want to go to, go on, but you were afraid that you that your people pleasing came out and you were afraid of disappointing someone. Maybe you stay in a relationship for too long because you were afraid to be alone or you were afraid of loss or you're afraid of hurting someone or any plethora of other reasons. Really sit with and look at how have you chosen attachment over authenticity and what are you sacrificing when you do that? And so 
When it comes to creating your life from a place of desire, if you are choosing attachment over authenticity, you are going to, you are actually choosing what you think you need, and I'm using air quotes, because you actually can't create what you desire. So a lot of times in my life, I would think of what I desired, and then I would think of the people in my life, and I would think, well, if I actually go for what I desire, then I'm going to lose all of these people because they're not going to come with me. That was true. And in order to actually allow myself to let go of the people that I needed to let go of to create what I desire, I had to heal my attachment wounds. So I stopped choosing attachment over authenticity. And I started to fully honor myself and choose my own authenticity and honor my needs, my actual needs, not the sneaky, graspy ones, honor my needs so that I could meet them, hold myself, create internal safety, and start to lean into creating my life that I desire. And with each level that I shift and that I expand, potentially I will lose people. And so you have to really sit with, who am I afraid to lose if I actually went for my desires? And just sit with that for a moment. Let that land in your body. Who are you afraid to lose if you actually started to create your life from a place of desire? And then notice how you feel when you think about that. And you have to decide, am I going to be deeply resentful if I don't actually go for what I want, for what I desire? Or am I going to be okay? Will I still be happy? Because you could still be happy. And that is different for everybody. It's not the same for any one person. I was always someone who had huge dreams, who had huge vision, who had huge context. I still do. It gets my context gets bigger every moment of every day. And that actually just made me teary. I have such a huge vision for what I am creating in this world. And in order to accomplish this, I have to, I had to heal my attachment wound and the attachment wound will come up. It's very sneaky because we are attachment based creatures. And I believe we have moved out of tribal culture, right? So we are still stuck in this tribal mentality of like, we have to stay with the pack. We have to stay with the herd. That's actually not true any longer. At one time we did because we would literally die without the herd, without the pack, without the tribe. Now that's not true. However, we still need connection. So I truly believe we have to heal individually so that we can connect based on our authentic selves and create interdependent society. So like we're still connected, we're still helping each other, we're still supporting each other, we're still kind and giving, but we're doing that for ourselves first. So there's so much less bitterness, resentment, judgment, reactivity. Like it'd be such a peaceful world if we all gave ourselves what we need and then we could just give from overflow to others. Oh, it's a dream. So number one is attachment wound healing. I had to heal my attachment wound. Number two, I had to strengthen my boundaries. Now, let me talk about boundaries for a minute. I have seen and experienced boundaries being so massively weaponized. They are used as a wall. They are used to justify bad behavior. They are used to avoid. They are used so that they don't, people don't have to face their own behavior. And so for a really long time, I had a tenuous relationship with the word boundaries because it just often felt violent to me. 
oh, I'm setting a boundary with you. With no communication, with no heart, with no kindness. And now here's the thing. Sometimes we have to do that to protect ourselves. Sometimes we're doing that from a reactive place. This is all very sneaky and very subtle. It's very hard to ascertain where the boundary is coming from, why the boundary is there. And when you're dealing with people who lack emotional intelligence and haven't actually worked on themselves in that way to create a sense of emotional intelligence, you run the risk of the boundary just feeling violent and hurtful. So I had a very tenuous relationship with that word for a long time. And I would give too much grace to people. It's something that I just spoke about with one of my mentors the other day. And I would do it with clients. I would do it with romantic partners, especially friendships. I would give too much grace because I could always understand where they were coming from. But by my giving too much grace, I was not in alignment with my own integrity. And so I have had to really look at my own boundaries my own lack of boundaries, and the ways that I leaked my energy by not having boundaries. And as I continue to seal up the energy leaks with gold, as I often speak about, I have been able to create boundaries that feel kind, that feel malleable, that feel solid and sturdy and connected without being violent, with still having deep kindness to them. And sometimes I may shift a boundary. I'm not rigid in my boundaries, right? We're not meant to be rigid in our boundaries. We are meant to have an ebb and a flow and a communication because again, we're attachment-based creatures. And so when your boundaries are solid, you actually can be a little bit malleable with them because you know how to honor yourself. And this newer piece that I'm working on is not giving too much grace because I really will give a lot of grace for people, especially people who I love. And I have done this over and over and over, and I don't have any regrets. However, I can see where if I do not seal up this particular leak right now, it will affect my ability to actually have the level of impact that I want to have. And I'm just letting that land for myself, and I would like you to let that land for you it will affect the level of impact that I want to have if I do not seal up this energy leak of giving too much grace. So that's number two. I have had to strengthen my boundaries, which has meant that I have had to heal my relationship with the word boundaries. And I have found that the more energetically connected I am to myself, the more I rewire my nervous system and shift my energetic vibration, the more I naturally have energetic boundaries. And something we're going to dive into in the Juicy Nectarine is we're going to really dive into what it means to have energetic boundaries when you flirt with the world. And this is one of the most important things we could ever learn in our lives is how to flirt with the world. So number three, I have had to strengthen and expand my personal power. Now, what does it mean to have personal power? Your personal power is also your ability to have staying power. So you're not seeking saving. You're not grasping that little yarrow, sweet little sweet yarrow. Inner child healing is another one, but that's for another time. 
I had to hold and love and attune to her so that she was not grasping and seeking saving and trying to get attention and validation because that is leaking my personal power. As a projector in human design, I want to be seen and I have to first see myself. And so for many years, I was seeking validation. I was seeking saving mostly in my relationships and I was graspy and I was doing this all unconsciously because I actually believed that I was independent, that I was sovereign, that I had a very strong sense of personal power. And I kind of giggled there because I look back on that time and I can see where I was leaking my personal power all over the place. I was not holding my personal power. I was not able to stay in my personal power. I was allowing other people to dictate how I was feeling. And you can go into the world. Like, let's say you're at home, right? And you're dancing in your living room and you're feeling lit up and you're like so connected and so excited and you go out into the world and somebody honks at you or somebody actually bumps in, accidentally bumps into you and all of a sudden you lose all sense of your energetic vibe and your personal power and you're just sucked into the vortex of humanity, which most everybody's functioning through scarcity, survival, reactivity, and defeat and pain. And suddenly you're wearing that as well. And you've lost all sense of self. You've lost that excitement. You've lost being lit up. That is a lack of personal power. And that's something that I have actually been working on since I was in my early 20s when I graduated from undergraduate and I got my first real job, air quotes there. And I would ride the bus in San Francisco and I would cry on the bus because everyone looked so defeated. And I really realized like I take in other people's energy and I have to learn to not take in other people's energy. So I really got so good at keeping society's energy out, right? And here's where it gets sneaky because we are the sneakiest creatures of all, is that though I could keep society's energy out, I really struggled to not hold my own personal power. I really struggled, excuse me, I really struggled to hold my personal power when I was around people who I knew. I would really want their validation. I would really want to be seen. I would really want my perspective validated. And let me tell you, and this is a whole other podcast, when you want your perspective validated, you're fucked because you're trying to be validated and you're going to spend your entire life trying to get your perspective validated and it's going to suck your soul and drain your energy and leak your personal power. And I can look back on that time, mostly when I lived in New York City, mostly in a yoga studio that I was teaching at there, and I can really see where I leaked my personal power all over the place and I got bullied. And I did not have the ability to stand in my power, to honor myself, to choose authenticity over attachment, and it sucked my life force. And so as I have moved out of creating from a place of need, because all of those were inner child needs, wanting to be held, wanting to be validated, wanted, wanting to be seen, like, yes, those are all needs that we have as humans, but when we're allowing them to dictate our lives, we are lacking emotional intelligence and personal power. And when we have the ability to hold our personal personal power, excuse me, <laughs> my brain starts to go so fast and I'm like, and I just like, it goes too fast for my mouth. So <laughs> to breathe and just take a minute. So 
as I was leaking my personal power, I wasn't actually able to create my vision for my life, let alone even see my vision for my life because I was coming from an activated inner child place. My nervous system was dysregulated and I have a, had a bunch of unprocessed trauma. So those were all areas I had to heal in order to hold and connect to my personal power. And with every moment lately, my personal power expands. My staying power expands. And to go back to the boundaries, staying power does not mean that you give too much grace. Staying power means you're able to be in the unknown. You're able to hold the void. You're able to stay connected to your vision, to your mission, to your context, and not get small. However, it does not mean that you give too much grace. And so being in your personal power is one of the most important things you could ever do. Because when you're in your personal power, when you're connected to you, when you're lit up, when you're expanding in your vision, in your mission, when you're connected fully to why, 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 why you are here on this planet and what you are meant to do, when you are connected fully to that and you are tapped into your personal power, you are invincible. We are so much more powerful than we think we are. We can create anything and you create your life. And you can say that you don't and you can become a victim to all of the many things that we can become a victim to. Trust me, I had all the excuses in the world. And the the hard part for me was I knew that I created my life and I knew I believed in the energetics of that. And yet I couldn't move through my own pain to be able to get to a place where I felt in my personal power and able to create my life. I did not feel safe to be seen. And so I had to do deep healing. And this is extending beyond these three ways that I healed, strengthened, shifted, and expanded. But I had to do really deep healing around processing my trauma, healing my nervous system, attuning to my inner child, extracting my gold from my shadow and connecting to my authentic self and realizing where I had sacrificed my authenticity for attachment so that I could stay connected to my personal power. And the more personal power I have, the more magnetic I am. And the more personal power you have, the more magnetic you are. And this is why I created the Juicy Nectarine. I am so tired of watching people live a joyless life. We are not meant to live joyless lives. We are meant to feel lit up. We are meant to feel connected and juicy and creative and embodied and able to have intimacy with ourselves and with others without shame. Without shame. We have so much shame. And I want you to feel free in these areas. I want you to feel free in your life. And one of the keys, the access points to that freedom is by creating a deeper connection and embodiment of pleasure with yourself, with the world, with others. What does pleasure mean to you? With desire, what is your relationship with that word? And with intimacy, are you able to look at yourself and others in the eye without shying away, without getting scared, without turning in, without contracting? Are you able to expand into it and allow the juices to flow through you and either decide, yes, I want to take this invitation into this person's eyes or no, I don't. And to do so with kindness, 
Are you able to look at your lover that way? Are you able to be with them intimately and connected and passionate without shying away, without turning into a goofy little kid? There is a time and place for being a goofy little kid with your lover. There is a time and place for you to be an embodied man or embodied woman and to hold the power of that. And I want everyone to feel able to do both, to play and to take intimacy so deeply seriously in connection that you feel that tantric connection. It's the best feeling in the world. And so many of us are missing out on it because we do not feel comfortable owning our own power around intimacy and connection. So that is the Juicy Nectarine. We start on Friday. Price is 555. It will go up to 777 after we begin. I am so freaking excited for this program. And if you want the Juicy Nectarine and all of my body of work, join the portal, a sixth or 12 month experience with me. We, you will get all of my programs, including the art of connecting and expanding the portal version. You get all of my programs. This does not include the high-touch, high-level support. It does include all of my programs. So all my live programs that I run in these these group programs, you are going to get the Juicy Nectarine, Mastering Abundance, the Art of Connecting and Expanding the Portal version, the Initiation. Coming up, we're going to have Inner Child Healing the ROK Way, a second level mastering abundance, in love with money, who does she think she is masterclass, and so many more. So if you are interested in being my, excuse me, interested in being in my world for six or 12 months, it's a soft place to land for you to find a home, to create a new way of being, to rewire your nervous system out of scarcity and survival into abundance and expansion and connection. And when you do that, your entire life feels differently. You feel connected. You feel lit up. You feel safe to just be in your body, safe to receive, safe to be seen. It's everything when you feel safe to be seen. I would love for you to join me in the portal. So you get all of those programs, the ones that I run live, the ones that are already in the portal, and you get one live call a month to jump in, to connect with the community, to ask questions, a little bit of hot seat coaching, and the price right now for that is only 333 per month. It will go up. These programs are invaluable. They transform people's lives. And I cannot wait to see you inside. So reach out if you have questions. Remember these three ways, attachment wound healing, boundaries, personal power. I had to shift, heal, strengthen, and expand all three of those so that I could learn to create from a place of desire. All right, reach out with questions anytime. If you feel called, I would absolutely love to see you in my world in some way or another. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. And I will talk to you soon. If you love this episode and want to share it with the world, screenshot, post, and tag me on Instagram. The more you share it, the more people receive it, the more people heal, and the more people who expand. And if you want to get notified of the next episode, go ahead and subscribe so you never miss a chapter. 
Thank you for healing and expanding with me. Take time to come home to yourself always. And if you have questions about deepening into this work in my world, please do not hesitate to reach out. You can DM me on Instagram. You can send me an email. You can send me a carrier pigeon if you can find one. Thank you so much again for being here and I will see you all soon, dear ones.